welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local with Karis podcast. I'm Karis Saunders and today we're chatting to Olivia from Robin and Rue. She makes reversible double bibs and kind of helps make kids' accessories playful and purposeful and she has a lot of upcoming products coming soon and I'm so excited. We spoke about how she's designing her own children's accessories to improve them for the future how she created the perfect work-life balance and also working with other local businesses. You know that's my favourite subject, so of course we had to talk about it. And let's go chat to her. My name is Olivia. I'm the maker and creative behind Robin and Rue. I actually started this accidentally. It was never meant to be sort of my full-time job or anything. Both my daughters were really, really dribbly as kids. Insanely dribbly. (laughs) Some kids don't really need a bib. My kids needed... Like maybe two bibs at once. They oh, were just dear. having so many outfit changes. It was a total nightmare. And I was just bored of doing all their laundry. Basically, I designed this bib, which was like two bibs in one. So it's like okay. a double bib, especially for my second, actually, because I just realized there was nothing on the market. I couldn't find anything that I needed. I just thought I could sew. I can do this myself. So I found a material that she really loved, which is this double gauze material, which is sort of colloquially known as muslin material. So lots okay. of babies have those wee muslin squares and things. And she yeah. absolutely loved that fabric she'd always hold it to her face and when she was trying to go to sleep and all um, whereas sometimes with other bibs she didn't really like the feel in her neck and was sort of pulling them off so I thought right I'll design them out of that it's really absorbent it's lovely and soft she just loved them so anyway I was making them for her and then I gifted them to some friends as well with young kids and they were like these are actually class can I have loads more but I definitely want to buy them off you yeah and I want to get them for my friends so it sort of accidentally started like that so I launched must have been January 2021 okay it's sort of given them for gifts for Christmas and things and it really just took off from there it was sort of side project like I was working in a big accountancy firm in Belfast and it was never really anything more than sort of fun on the side it's something to do in the evenings I think in lockdown we all sort of realized how much time we had it was sort of something to do in the evenings that was still creative still felt productive I'd had all day with the kids or whatever and I just wanted to do something for me which turned into something I never expected that's so lovely and I love that you started accidentally as well like it's so sweet that it was kind of so organic and people are like you need to make more of these like I want these yeah it's really encouraging so sweet so as you said like you started with the double bibs and you've just launched teething rings isn't that right yes so they're coming out in a couple of weeks but I've sort of properly put them out there put them out there on Instagram um over the weekend but yes I'm so excited about those so kind of my process for designing things is I'm going through everything that annoyed me as a parent of a young kid and making it better so those teething rings and the wee teether comforter blankets we had a couple of them we had kind of smaller maybe bunny ear shaped ones but as I said the girls were so dribbly they were just soaking in no time or you'd be out in a walk and they'd drop them there's that gone now your walk's ruined because they want their toy back (laughs) or actually we had a couple of like bigger blankets with like sensory things and toys attached Mm -hmm. and we had like an awful time around Hillsborough Lake whenever it got stuck in the wheel of the pram and got like absolutely wrecked so all the wee toys were fine, but like the blanket was just shredded. Oh dear. I was just looking to design something that used all our fabrics because people really love the different fabrics that we use. I say fabric, like different patterns that we use. We always use that um, Oikotex certified double gauze. Wanted to use that for a lovely pattern on one side. We have muslin on one side and we have the um, waffle cotton on the other side. Okay. So it's just like a bit interesting to feel for them. 
but they're just the perfect resize. And what we're doing that's a bit different is we're selling them two of the little blankets with one teething ring because yeah. it's the blanket that gets wrecked, you know, that needs to go in the wash or falls in a puddle or whatever. The teething ring, you can just wipe down with a baby wipe. You know, you're meant to wash it with warm soapy water or whatever, but realistically on the go, yeah. give it a wee baby wipe, <laughs> plug on the other one and you're away. Yeah, it's exciting to go through those things that, you know, annoyed me or that I thought were sort of missing from the market. And now I have a bit more time to design a few more things. It's just really exciting. I love that. I love that you're literally going back and being like, what was the most annoying thing? Because for someone, like, I don't have any kids. You know, I don't plan on having kids anytime soon. But it's really nice to see your products and be like, oh, that's such a great idea. Do you know? Like, why did nobody think of that singer? Do you know? And all these sweet things. You're like, oh, this is an absolute pain. Let me just make my own product to fix it. I absolutely love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a really exciting process, actually. I've just gone self-employed three weeks ago. Amazing. So it sort of took about a year to build up the business to the point where I could kind of step away from regular employment. And we just had like a chat sort of around Christmas time. Christmas went really, really well for the business. Fantastic. Um, And I think it does. Like I think in the normal retail year, Christmas is the best time, but it just went really well, like much better than expected. So we were able to sit down and think like, what do we really want as a family? So my husband's recently gone self-employed as well. Amazing. And we were just thinking like Ruby starting school in September, you know, summer holidays, what are you meant to do for childcare? I still haven't actually cracked that. I have no idea what parents do here in offices. (laughs) They must have coordinated so well with all these summer camps and things. Yeah, just things like, you know, working flexibly around the kids, being able to work from other places and things, you know, go to the North Coast for two months in the summer, all that kind of flexibility that working for yourself really offers. I think we've all kind of seen in the pandemic that we don't have to be at a desk nine to five every day. And what actually do you want from your working life? And really excitingly, this has offered me an opportunity to be able to stretch that and see what we need as a family and I mean, we're only three weeks in, but it's been so great so far, just looking ahead at the summer and things and seeing where this year's going. It's really exciting. That's amazing. And I really hope you continue this success because, oh, it's so fab. And I honestly can't wait to see what products you come out with in the future as well. What a future issues, you know, like if I ever have kids, I could be like, oh no. And I'm like, oh, well, Robin and Ray have already sorted it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So what would an average day look like for you now, Olivia? Obviously, you have just recently gone self-employed. So can you tell us a wee bit about that? Yeah, well, actually, so whenever I, we were had that chat at Christmas and mm-hmm. we were looking at me being self-employed as well, I saw on Mel Wiggins' Instagram, she's like a coach, and she ran this program, The Brand Builder, and it was about building like a regenerative business model and sustainable living with business. Okay. So I completed that this year. So it was four months from January to April. She's really set up the way to actually conduct your business every day. So I was a bit worried because I could see from my old job how people who are very high up on the company and stuff are just living for the company, working days, evenings, weekends. And I'm just not interested in that. Yeah. It was really a decision for our family. And I didn't want this then to fall into a trap of me working even more. You know, they say like work for yourself and then you work 24 7 which is just it's just not okay I think that my day looks very different now compared to what it would have without that course normally I would drop the kids off at nursery or grandparents very lucky to have both sets of grandparents in Northern Ireland so 
They're brilliant. So they would take the kids day a week over their nursery a couple of days. So once we've done that, I would generally like sit down, do some social media planning for the day, have a think about what orders need to go out. I generally do stuff in batches, loads of bibs one day and also loads of scrunchies another day. Just it's much quicker. Yeah. So actually my turnaround's probably about eight working days. But sometimes if you get in and then I'm on a bib day, you'll get yeah. yours like a couple of days later. <laughs> That's a wee sneaky tip. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of sewing and actually just feel a lot more on top of it now that I've had actual working days. So before I was squeezing in, you know, lunch breaks, evenings, weekends, but now I'm really trying to work no more than that nine to five, about four days a week and trying to take proper breaks from social media weekends and things like that, just to give that lifestyle that we actually want and to just kind of take into account, you know, our whole big lives away from work. There are things like events and stuff that happen at weekends and things. So then I'll take a day off. I'll have my Saturday on a Wednesday or whatever. Everything's so much more flexible. Yes, my days are very different than when I was working in my corporate job, you know, going down, sitting at my desk, having to be there at certain times. Now, if one of the kids has like a parent-teacher interview midday, no worries, we could be there. Or if they need us like yesterday to pick them up from nursery because they're not well, no problem. It doesn't actually throw you out. You don't have to take last minute annual leave or whatever. Days are much more relaxed now, which is brilliant. Oh, I love that. I love that you can just work around whatever's going on in your life, but also that you have almost kind of half set this routine of your working days and say like you're nine to five and you have your weekends off. Because I think when people have small businesses or even do you have like your side hustle, your hobby, like you really get into working all the time, all the time, never have a time to live a life anymore. So it's so, so nice that you have like almost from the get go, like from you've kind of started self-employed three weeks ago, like let's do it and I'm having this routine like I'm not letting it take over my life yeah absolutely I think it's that intentionality like it's very hard to claw back that kind of thing and I worked that out in the corporate world you know it was very hard for me to say no at 6 p.m to whenever a request came in you know from higher up or whatever but actually if you set it out properly which is which is really what I wanted to get out of that course with Mel and really did I can't recommend it enough I think it will you know really set the pattern for going forward yeah oh it sounds so good it's it's such a big thing as well that I don't think many people do and probably many people should do because like I know myself like I'd be super busy and you you almost forget to live which is so silly because you are just so busy so busy so I actually love that you're just like well no this is when I'm working and I get my weekends off and I don't need social media (laughs) and it's so nice to see so what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've faced so far with Robin and Rue? I think probably that leap before you went self-employed is that you have to build it up and up. You have to be getting more orders. You have to be doing bigger events and things. But I was still working. I I can't tell you how crazy November was last year. Honestly, I was sewing till like two in the morning getting up at like 5 30 or something like that rush before Christmas was truly insane and because we were sort of working towards me being self-employed I couldn't really afford to hire someone at that stage because I needed to see how the financial year would work out yeah this Christmas totally different will absolutely be getting help in because that was insane but yes I sort of feel like I've gained an employee now because I don't have that other job to do yeah so but that was just a huge challenge and it really put a strain on I think it showed me what like a burnout business is and it wasn't sustainable and I wasn't a fun person you know I was just so tired 
you know, everything on paper looked great. I was fulfilling all these orders. I was sending out loads of posts and things. But actually, like, that's no way to conduct yourself long term. And like, it just absolutely wouldn't have been sustainable. Yeah, I think that was definitely the biggest challenge so far. I think, weirdly, about three weeks ago, whenever I did have like my first self-employed day, I was sort of like, oh my goodness, I've just got eight hours. I'm really going to have to organize my time here (laughs) because... You can just absolutely fluff about and do whatever and like potter around. And especially because I was like getting samples ready for my new comforters and everything. I could have sit and like look at fabrics for about four hours and think, where the (laughs) flip is the time gone? So I think that, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, right, I need to be intentional with this time. If I just treat this like a nine to five in terms of if I have childcare and if a day is going to plan, have a lunch break. But don't sit and scroll on social media and like watch TikTok for however long, just at three o'clock, because then it'll suddenly be time to pick up the girls and I'll have done nothing. Yeah, that was definitely a more of a luxury challenge. The big one was definitely Christmas last year, but I've absolutely learned my lesson. Amazing. It's so, so funny that I think it is such a reality. Do you know, you're like, oh, well, I'll take a little lunch break. And do you know, you eat your lunch in 10 minutes. You're like, oh, well, that's too short for a break. Let me just watch a wee episode of my show. And oh, cliffhanger, let me just watch another. And then you're like, oh, dear, I haven't done any work today. I know absolutely it is wild just sucks you in I know so have you ever thought about doing like collaborations whether it's with local businesses or like local artists and things you know to design the fabrics on your wee bibs that's what's really exciting actually I hadn't thought of the fabric design but I do have a couple of collaborations coming up so I have one coming up with Little Wild Bears with Claire who runs Little Wild Bears which is a gorgeous kids clothing and we've like picked out fabrics together which would go really well with all of her kind of more neutral aesthetic and yeah it's really exciting so we've got bibs and scrunchies coming out together with that so we keep just going for coffee and not actually organizing a date <laughs> So we need to actually get down to organising a date for release and everything for that. But yes, those will all be made up so they'll be ready to post because I know she has really good turnaround times because all her stuff, you know, is obviously already made. So she's yeah. able to post out, you know, next day or local deliveries. So I think with collaborations, there's those like logistical things you have to think about, whereas mine would normally be like a couple of weeks turnaround. Yeah. Actually, if I just have those pre-made, those weeks could be in my time and then the date comes and then they're ready to post. Yeah, good to go. Yeah. And then the other one is like in the very start stages, but I was going to do a wee collaboration with Susie from Nice Threads, who you've had on here before. So yes, she is an absolute whiz at the embroidery, um, hand embroidery, beautiful, beautiful hoops. I've got one and I've gifted one to my sister before like absolutely gorgeous we're looking at doing a wee design on some bibs for like a real exclusive launch because they will be obviously very labor intensive and things for her and we're refining our exact design and then we'll get going with those so that's really really exciting oh I love it so just speaking there of your little pieces with nice threads and I honestly cannot wait to see what you create because all her stuff is so so beautiful I know you also got some bits from Yarn and Punch. Yes, so Alana is so talented. She does punch needle embroidery. And I actually met her at a market and we just really got on. And then we happened to be doing a couple of markets together. Slightly back from that, 
from this course with Mel. I met a girl yeah. called Sarah okay. from um, These Are The Days and she did a branding overhaul for me. So I kind of had a font that I was using and didn't have a colour palette, didn't really know because obviously I have tons of fabrics, all yeah. different colours, not like a branding expert at all. But I was sort of, you know, carrying on and um, doing kind of a DIY effort. Anyway, I met Sarah and she did an amazing job with my branding. She did a logo for me. It was very collaborative, did lots of brand colours, really refined that palette. And she's so talented at pulling out colours that actually really brought all my fabrics together. Yeah, it's such a gift, but she did an amazing job with that. And I was so excited about my new logo. I was going to do two big markets, one called Tedbury and one called Inside Brick Hall. Yes. So I asked Alana, I said, always wanted a punch needle from her. And I just didn't really know what I wanted it to say, because I think a lot of people will get them for their kids. But I wanted it for me. Yeah. So I wanted it in my office or my bedroom or something or the living room. So I, hadn't, I just couldn't think of what exactly I wanted. And then when I got this beautiful logo from Sarah, I just thought that was exactly what I need. So she was amazingly accommodating because I wanted a massive one. And she'd done big ones before, but I was like, I know you've done big ones, but I want a massive one. Yeah, I want to go big. <laughs> I want to go real big. So she actually got her husband to build her a new frame so she could make mine so huge. I think it's like 50 centimetres across and then 40 centimetres plus these gorgeous tassels and all the brown colours. And just did my logo so perfectly. She was trying, we were trying to colour match, you know, with on a computer screen Aww. to wools and things and ordered loads of wools and did loads of testing and stuff and it just came out so beautifully so I was able to have it at Tedbury Market and actually it was the most amazing kind of beacon and sign for my stall because people could see it across the whole hall it was so obvious where we were who we were and so many people admired it and she was exhibiting at Tedbury as well so I was like it's from her go just go down to that stall like she can do anything for you she does all these I was Pearl Anna I was giving her all these custom orders you know her website's great but you can do whatever you want just tell her what you need so I think actually she's had a couple more logo commissions off the back yes. of it, which is brilliant. I knew she'd do such a good job. Like it was just, would she be able to do it big enough? And yeah, her husband managed to build her a frame for it, but it was just perfect. And I'm so pleased with it. And I'd intended to hang it up in my office, but actually it's in our kitchen because I just love it so much. <laughs> so it's down there. So I see it all the time, even on the weekends and everything when I'm not up in the office. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. She's done such a good job. Yeah, I love it. Like it looks fantastic. And um, whenever I was speaking to her, so she's another podcast guest and she said about it and I was like, this is just amazing. Do you know, like, as you said, trying to color match to the computer, like the work that goes into it and it's mm-hmm. just all just so, so beautiful. But I love that you were like, I want this for me, do you know, not the kids, like for me, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> they get enough stuff. I want yeah. it for me. <laughs> Obviously you have, well, you're shortly launching your teething rings. Do you have anything else coming up or maybe just dream products that you would love to launch one day well the next thing coming up is i have a photo shoot actually at the start of june with native ivy oh, yes, um, which amazing. i'm really excited about because i haven't worked with ruth before it's kind of new for me i've take all my photos actually on my phone okay so the whole website instagram everything i just the phone that i have has a really good camera and i've just been kind of proceeding with that so far so I think this year has really been about like leveling up the business yeah, and investing in it and seeing where it goes. So really excited about working with Ruth at the start of June and we're going to be launching my summer range, Amazing. which is like limited edition, just a summer launch. They'll all be made and ready to post. And the yeah. theme is Teddy Bears Picnic. 
Oh, that'll be so cute. The fabrics are amazing. I've got them all sitting together in a wee group. There's four fabrics. And so we'll have, you know, scrunchies and bibs. And they're just so cute together. Like, I absolutely love the fabrics. And I keep almost putting them on Instagram one thing at a time. Yeah. You know, it's such a skill when you have all these things. Not to be like, guys, look at all this stuff. It's amazing. But to try and, you know, launch it in time. And I'm doing the yeah. teething rings first and everything else. But yeah, it's so beautiful. I really, really enjoy curating you know different collections like this and I do like wee collections every so often I usually try and use remnant fabrics which are like ends of rolls or x designer or whatever that people don't need anymore and actually traditionally in the fashion industry they're just destroyed so there's like a whole resurgence of using remnant fabrics and having people sell them on for like home sewers or small businesses or whatever to use and it's just such a more environmentally friendly way to use fabric that would always be my first go-to would be that that kind of remnant fabric through like all of my fabrics a lot of them especially the ones I started with you know I just didn't have much at all it was all just remnants of different sizes so some of these teddy bear collection a couple of those are remnants and then I try and use like dead stock as well which is you know those kind of ends of rolls and things but I'm really passionate about getting all my stuff from UK suppliers Mm -hmm. so and especially small businesses so even all the wholesale things I buy are all from the UK. I just think we don't need to have the carbon footprint. You know, if I was in America, I would use American stuff. Yeah. Or if I was in China, I'd use Chinese stuff because it's not a comment on the quality of anything. It's just a comment on where I am globally. Yeah. So I really try and make everything as zero waste as possible. So that's where actually the scrunchies came was because I was making the bibs and as I was cutting them out, fabrics are usually a fairly standard width. So there was a big strip of down the side of like material that I wasn't using I just thought there has to be something for this and then scrunchies which I wore when I was like eight are now all back in and um people love them and so it's actually such a nice little gift idea when people get you know like a new mum a couple of bibs for the baby and then like matching scrunchies for them you just feel like as a new mum it's all about the baby and it's just something for them as well and I've actually had lots of people gift bibs with matching scrunchies for like oh, that's so sweet. like a hospital bag and things. So yeah. they wear their scrunchies and stuff in hospital. And then when the wee baby comes and they need the bibs, like they've got them for them as well. And it's just like a little, like a zero waste product for me, but also just something to think of the mums as well. And the big sisters, you know, I've got lovely customer pictures of like, you know, two big sisters with their scrunchies in matching wee babies and stuff. And it just makes them all feel part of it. That's so sweet. I love what you say about using the remnant fabric and I spoke to a girl who does remnant magic and she again only does stuff with remnant fabric and like you said about the dead stock I know there's a business ELN Ellen she does loads I think mostly with dead stock would make like the jumper I'm actually wearing today so I love 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 that's what you know you try and incorporate and using the extra fabric for the scrunchies and everything it's so important and I think it can be so easily forgotten about you know you kind of like cut out your bibs and then bend the rest like who cares but you're like no I'm gonna use it and I'm gonna make the most of it and I absolutely love that where do you think you would like to be in the future like obviously you are quite a new little business but do you have any big dreams for like five years time or anything like that I think it's an overarching heading in five years time we want to be just living our best lives as a family like the whole business is set up around family life I just think it gives us that freedom you know that I talked about before and the flexibility and so I want this to grow around us and around our needs so if it is something that you know in a few years time I get maybe a couple of employees or do a lot more wholesale orders or that kind of thing 
brilliant. And at the same time, if it's something that I continue on, just me flexibly, like equally a win. Yeah. You know, I'm not going for world domination, but I am, you know, supporting ourselves. It's that kind of line where you think it's not that I'm underestimating myself or thinking, oh, I'm only a wee business. I couldn't do that. It's actually what do I want and what yeah. do I want from it? Because I think with all of these businesses, especially all these ones that have come out of the pandemic, when people have thought, what do I want from life? Like anything is possible. Yeah. And so if we want to get much bigger and actually hand over things like the making, I think something that would be really important to me is that it's still made in Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. It's still made ethically. It's still made with our Oikotech certified and organic fabrics. None of that quality is compromised. You know, any people working would get a living wage, all that sort of thing. So that those kind of credentials are so important. So if anything was to expand, it has to be on those terms. And it still has to be that local Northern Irish business that it is now. But anything's possible. So it's exciting to see there'll definitely be someone at Christmas <laughs> to help me out, whether it's packaging or doing social media or anything. I just need to work out what takes the most time mm-hmm. that I don't need to be doing because I think it's very easy to hold on to all these things whenever you're a one person band and actually releasing that frees you up to do something else, whether that is just go to more of my kids activities or whether it is have a whole shop it's wherever we want to take it so I haven't really allowed myself to do the five-year plan but I'm excited whichever way it goes because I think yeah anything's possible that's so exciting and I kind of love that as you say like you're not like oh world domination but you're just like what do I want kind of almost whatever happens happens but as long as you and your family are looked after then it doesn't matter in a way do you know it's be great like imagine if you were in all these businesses or whether it's still you working away like it's really nice that it is just kind of whatever happens as long as we're all good and just happy Mm -hmm. so Olivia just to finish up then who or what is your favorite local business Oh my goodness, this is actually the hardest question. (laughs) It really is. Because I think whenever you go into this kind of Instagram world of small businesses, like your whole world just opens up. Mm-hmm. especially like there's lots of you know English businesses and things that I've connected with as well but Northern Irish businesses especially it is such a community and everyone is so supportive I think all throughout my journey of Robin and Ray, I've had these interactions with these other small businesses and they've really set up the business as well so like one I would definitely want to mention would be Order in the House mm-hmm. they actually came and set up my office in the spare room so oh, they just turned right. it in from the spare room to this amazing office and studio that I'm able to create from and just to bring that sense of order from the pure chaos that it was before <laughs> honestly you should have seen goodness me like they just did such an amazing job to open up that creative space for me I definitely want to to give them a mention because they just did such a brilliant job oh amazing Yes, I will need to go and check them out. But thank you, Olivia, for coming on today. It was so lovely to chat to you and hear more about your business. And I can't wait to see what you have coming in the future as well. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be on. I absolutely love the podcast. And um, yeah, I love listening to all the businesses you find. You've got a real talent for searching everyone out. (laughs) You've got such a list now in all your podcasts. Oh, thank you. That's so, so sweet. Yeah, I do. I find it so interesting because obviously everybody kind of has a different story and take your products, for example, like I don't have kids, so almost can't relate, but can still see it's a great product and how popular they are. And like, it's such an important thing. And even though it's not something that 
like I could buy in a way. Well, I mean, I could buy it, but there's no one for. It's still really nice to see and to learn more about it and broaden my horizons in a way, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Isn't Olivia so sweet? I loved hearing about all of her different products and collaborations coming up soon, and I really hope she does something with local artists to like design the fabric. I think that would be so cool. And of course, if you want to see some of Olivia's work and check out our other podcast guests, do go over to our socials. So it is Supporting Local Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can have a little newsy at her stuff. And as I said, all of our other podcast guests going all the way back to Sophie McElwain Ceramics. So all links are in the episode notes and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.